Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits. On each episode, I'll discuss real life situations and give y'all practical advice. The point of this podcast is to help you stay in your financial lane so you won't end up broke. I'm the creator and host, Richie. Now, let's jump into today's conversation. What's up, y'all? Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the listens, all the shares. And child, do y'all be listening. I've been taking a mini break for two weeks now. Unintentional was not something I planned, y'all. Didn't need to. It's just something that popped up and y'all have just been listening, listening, listening. I've been seeing the numbers go up. I don't know what it is about me taking breaks. And I promise I'm not taking in breaks intentionally just to get y'all to listen more. Okay. Y'all just be doing that on y'all own. Like I've been getting messages about people who are like just starting. They're on episode say seven, eight, or just at the beginning. Or some of y'all that have now went back to episodes that you haven't heard because check this out. I am 87 episodes in. You name it, I've talked about it. I'm sure. That's the reason why I've gotten a little bit more out the box when it comes to the new content that I've been doing and I'm loving it. All right. You can definitely see the growth from when I first started. Not that I wasn't giving y'all some gems or something like that or whatever. I was still dropping gems regardless. Okay. (laughs) Gems dropped. All right. I didn't did it. All right. But what I'm doing is I've gotten a little bit more sophisticated with how I talk about money and the topics that I'm bringing up surrounded around finances. And I'm really, you know, dusting my shoulders off of that because that's not an easy thing to do because sometimes money can be real boring. You have got to find ways to talk about it in a way that is relatable and something that y'all feel that you need to hear. Like it's that it's all that's my main thing. I want to make sure that this podcast can help solve a problem, especially dealing with finances and money. So that's my intention. That's what I'm hoping that I'm doing for you. And once again, just got to start with gratitude and just tell y'all, thank you so much for listening. All right. And so this is going to be the last episode of the Money Boundary series. I have been talking about setting money boundaries in your life all of January. I know I had a two-week break, but all of the episodes that you have collectively, they are about money boundaries. The first episode, I talked about establishing your own personal money boundaries. Then I went into talking about boundaries with your friends and your family. I talked about establishing money boundaries with your kids and your parents. And today we have made it to your long-term romantic relationships and or marriage. I'm super, super excited about today's episode. I'm super excited about the series that I've created. Child, this has been like just a labor of love. Okay. Like I'm super proud of myself. Number 85 though. Okay. Conversation 85 child. That's still like my favorite. Okay. The one with parents and kids that was pretty cool too, but it's something about, it was something about that friends and family one that was just like, I put some extra salt on that one. Like I just, you know, I did that one with that because 85 is my favorite number. So I wanted to make sure that it just stood out you know, above the rest, but they all good. So make sure if you haven't checked out 
the rest of the episodes. Go back after listening to this one. There are four episodes, I believe, four episodes total in the Money Boundary series. Make sure you go back, especially if this is your first episode. Hello, welcome. But make sure you go back and you go listen. And there's tons of stuff. I mentioned this earlier, tons of things that I've talked about. I got content for pretty much everything. And I got so much more. More series are coming up, y'all. Just hang with me. All right. Okay. I think I spent a lot of time right here. We're going to go ahead and move into the Let's Talk About Money segment. And this is conversation number 87. And it was brought up. I think in a DM somewhere, I did not have any music titles to go with this series, y'all. There was nothing. There was nothing, nothing, all right? And so for those of y'all that are new, I love to, I love music. First, let me just start there. I love music. And so normally I'll take like a music title to use as like the topic point for whatever it is I'm going to discuss on the podcast, but I couldn't find nothing for this one. So No music. I know it's tripping me out too. But anyways, we are in the last episode for the Money Boundary series. And today I am talking about establishing money boundaries within your long-term relationship and or marriage. Now, anybody that then been in a relationship can tell you that they are hard. And when you bring money into the equation, child, it gets even more complicated. And so that's one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to talk about this topic, because when you think about it in a relationship, yes, y'all act as a unit, but y'all are two different people who probably have two different sets of money goals. Y'all have two different styles of how you should manage your money. You're going to have your own perspectives of how you grew up with money, what you think about money, two different mindsets. All right. Now, if you're one of the lucky people, you get with somebody that shares those same money styles, money goals, money mindsets. Child, look at you. Okay. But for the rest of y'all that don't, this episode is for you. And so I got three ways that you can create money boundaries with your partner in your relationship. Now, y'all are a collective. I want to make sure that I am saying that. So when you're creating boundaries, you're not creating boundaries against the person. Y'all are working together to create boundaries for both of y'all to follow. I want to make sure that that is clear. So the first way that you can establish money boundaries with your partner in your relationship is making sure that y'all create and set your priorities. So what this means is, Y'all are going to have to define what your money priorities are, what's your spending priorities. And what that looks like is, are we balling all out? Or are we cool with spending all the money in the account or not? Okay. That's something that you need to figure out. What are our spending priorities? What are y'all savings goals? What's that going to look like? Are y'all saving pennies or y'all saving thousands? Are y'all saving weekly? We saving monthly. What are we doing? What does that look like for y'all? Okay. What about debt? I Are we cool with debt? We cool with setting up debt without the other person. Can I go set up a credit card and you cool with that? Can I go take out a new loan for a new car just because I liked it when I was riding past the dealership? What are we doing collectively? What does that need to look like for the relationship? And then also 
If it's important for y'all to create a plan for your money, or are you just comfortable just doing whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it? Okay. A plan for your money is a budget. Some people like them. Some people don't. I particularly love budgets. All right. Are y'all going to do a budget? Is one person doing a budget for y'all? Are y'all going to sit down and y'all going to have budget sit downs where y'all can do it together? Is one person managing the money? Are you cool with one person managing the money? If it's not going to be one person, how y'all going to do that? Okay. So you get what I'm saying when I'm talking about money priorities. That's the first way that you can establish boundaries for the relationship. All right. Cause y'all are working as a team. Y'all are a unit. All right. The second way, <coughs> Woo, excuse me. Y'all heard that. <laughs> the second way that you can establish money boundaries within your relationship, within your long term. And I want to make sure I'm being very clear. Okay. Not for y'all that's playing around. Okay. The people who share money, let me just go ahead and say it like that long-term situations that y'all are together, whether y'all feel marriage or whatever it is that y'all putting on that thing. Okay. Cause everybody different now, everybody don't want marriage. I get it. Okay. So your long-term commitment where you share money. The second way that you can establish money boundaries for your unit is to set up a money pack with your partner. So what this looks like is we not going to make no major purchases. We not going to go into debt. We not going to set up new accounts. We not going to do X, Y, and Z unless we do whatever it is that you say y'all going to do. Y'all set that up how that needs to look for your unit. I can't tell you what that needs to look like for you. Talking with your partner is going to help you understand what compromise y'all going to need to come to, to establish that for each other. So that way the unit can continue to operate the way it needs to operate when it comes to managing your finances. So setting up a pack of what you will do, what you won't do within your relationship when it comes to your money. All right. And lastly, what you can do to establish money boundaries in your relationship for y'all to follow is to set up your money goals with your partner. So what that means is you are telling your partner, these are the goals. These are the aspirations. These are the things I want to do that involve money. Y'all both sit down and share those ideas with each other. So that way y'all can figure out, okay, so you want to start a business. You want to do this. You want to purchase that. Y'all know just what each other wants to do and how you can do that. And I'm going to say in date form, set up dates where y'all discuss this. Y'all also can set timelines for y'all achieving that because that's important. I was married before, so I get that. I understand how you still are going to have some bit of individualism within your relationship. And it's going to be important for you to still hit the goals and see certain things that you've set out in your life that you want to see and or do. All right. That's going to be important. And some of those things are going to require money. That's the reason why if you're in a relationship, you should be discussing this with your partner. So that way they can know you can be transparent about why those things are important to you. That way they can fully understand the importance that your goal holds to you. And hopefully that's going to hold some type of importance to them. 
and vice versa. Y'all get a chance to share in each other's goals. Go over the things that you want to do and how you're going to make a plan to put your finances towards those goals that y'all both have. All right. Remember I had said y'all can set up like a date. Semi-annually, semi-annually, I don't know why I can't talk. Semi-annually feels like a good time to set those up because that's like every six months. You may determine we only need to do this yearly, but I feel like every six months gives a good time to really come up with those things. That's just me, all right? And I ain't in y'all relationship. You know, I don't know, whatever you decide to do, okay? <laughs> all right, y'all, that is it. We end in this series, okay? That is the Money Boundaries series wrapped up with a bow talking about how you can set up money boundaries within your relationship for both of y'all, not against one another. These are money boundaries that y'all are setting up and y'all both are following because once again, y'all are a unit. I love love. So I love when I talk about couples, relationships, especially with money, child, that is just, ah, I just love it. Okay, and so- that's it for that. We're going to go ahead and move on to my newest segment, Cream, okay? And that's C.R.E.A.M. And for those of y'all that don't know where that acronym comes from, it's from Wu-Tang, the legends, all right? And so I like this just because this segment, I'll talk about anything dealing with savings, money stuff, like anything like that, all right? And so... For those of y'all who are new, you may not know that I have the Mindfully Rich Podcast Savings Challenge going on right now. If you're not following me, I'm on IG at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. That's where you can get all of the details of the Savings Challenge. And just to let you know real quickly here, I started a 13-week envelope savings challenge at the beginning of January. Last year, just to give you some background, last year I tried to do a yearly challenge and child, my ADHD is not set up to do anything long-term like that, okay? It just ain't. So I decided to shorten that and make it quarterly. So that's the reason why it's a 13-week and I did an envelope savings challenge. And on my IG page, you'll see I've been posting my envelope, my savings envelope that I'm saving the money in so that way y'all can see all right, here is the money. This is what you're saving. I wanted to make sure that I'm doing that because I want to make sure that I'm being accountable to y'all. And I want to also do it as a way to motivate you to continue saving, to show you I'm putting my money away in the envelope. I want y'all to make sure that you are doing the same thing. We are going to the goal of a thousand dollars. I don't know why I said going to the goal of weird. It's late y'all. <laughs> We're saving $1,000 in 13 weeks. And right now we've been saving for five weeks. You can still get in where you fit in, even if you don't save the entire $1,000. I want you to still just get in the habit of saving, just building that savings muscle up. Now check this out. I know you don't get wealthy off of just saving money, but check this out. This is what you do do. If something comes up, if there's something that's needed, guess what? You've now saved the money so that way you're able to take care of that. Emergencies happen all the time. It's not if, it's when, all right? So I wanted to help people build their savings muscles up and that's the reason why I'm doing these 13-week savings challenge. So we're gonna have four of these because there's four quarters. So this is the first quarter. We're gonna end on, 
what's that? March 30th or 31st. I don't know if it's 30 days or not. 30 or 31. Whatever the day is, okay? Go and check it out at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. All of the details are listed there. The saving schedule is there. My recent deposits that I've been telling y'all to do. All of that stuff is listed there. So go ahead and check it out there. Woo child. That is enough talking for today. I have did enough. This is it. I am finished. But once again, I just got to give that gratitude to y'all. Y'all are the reason why I'm here. I truly, truly appreciate y'all as my tribe. We're getting bigger. We're growing. Listenership is going up. I am loving that child. It is so much stuff that is coming up. I know I've been saying that for a while, but this is the thing. There's a time for everything and the time is coming up where I'm going to be giving y'all more and more details of what's going to be happening in the future. So thank y'all so much for listening. Continue to share these episodes with everybody. Share far and wide. Y'all are my marketing team. Okay. One woman team over here for right now. So y'all make sure y'all are sharing this thing. Okay. That is your marketing duty. Okay. Share it on the online, on the webs, whatever. Okay. When you word of mouth, talk, whatever, just share it. Okay. (laughs) So I want y'all to make sure you are living life mindfully, intentionally, and on purpose. And until next time, when I hit y'all with another one.